home of Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Diamondbacks front office focus with Wolf and Luke. Presented by Gettle Air Conditioning and Plumbing. G-O-E-T-T-L. It'll keep you cool, but it's hard to spell. Gettle.com. At 21 games remain for the Arizona Diamondbacks, including one this evening at Chase Field against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is D-backs assistant GM Mike Fitzgerald. Mike, we I think this might be the first time we've spoken to you this season after a loss, but how are you doing today? <laughs> doing all right, doing all right. Yeah, the, uh, the earlier run seems to have uh, come to an end coming into today, but uh, that's all right. We'll, we'll figure out how to get this ship right and uh, and get things back on track. So, 21 games that remain right now. Are, are you still encouraged based on what has happened and what has transpired since the All-Star break? Definitely. Um, we talked about this earlier in the year and, and trying to steal kind of the, the trajectory of the crosstown, or I guess across the street stunts, um, and, and kind of how they responded in bubble play and, and having that be if anything, I would bet kind of proven to themselves that they can hang in that league and, and take a big step forward. And obviously with the finals from the next year. And so, um, you know, we want to try to build off a similar analogy here. Can, can we be playing our best baseball as we move into the second half? And obviously the, the last eight games or so have, have proven some challenges, but there's still 21 opportunities to go out there, try to be one and zero every night, as cliche as it sounds, committing to that mentality. Um, you know, can, can be difficult. And so practicing that and, and being able to carry that forward. And we've had some good, strong performances by some of the young guys. We're obviously rolling forward with an inexperienced group in a lot of ways, but it's good to see their growth and development and, and not have that just come at the expense of, of the on-field production, but in a lot of ways kind of enhance that and see the different energies that come from kind of having this, this youthful group show up and fearless in a lot of ways and still making some young mistakes that we got to move forward with and address, but at the same time, uh, confidence that when we show up on a given night, we can compete and get a W. Talking to D-backs uh, assistant GM Mike Fitzgerald. Mike, you mentioned the young players. I know it's been a conversation we've had with you quite a bit this season. Uh, Jake McCarthy, though, in particular, even when anybody else seems to struggle, he just consistently, I mean, again, over the last week, he's hitting 412 with another home run and a couple stolen bases. And we had Mike Hazen on last week. And he did point out, you guys took him in the first round. It's, you probably aren't shocked by this, but he's he has quietly been, in some ways, maybe the most impressive of them all. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, what Jake's done, even kind of going back to getting drafted in 19, the strange COVID year that happened in 2020, he wasn't a part of that alt site that we had in 2020. I think he took that personally, uh, took that upon himself to find ways to get better. Always a really good athlete, but added a lot more strength, uh, kind of revamped his whole swing. Even last year, in a lot of ways, you know, it was kind of his first year testing out the swing adjustments that he had made against live competition. Um, and then carrying into, you know, earlier part this year, he gets sent down. The attitude that he had when he got sent down was awesome. It was, uh, I need to figure out ways to get better and, and find my game and find my identity. And I, to his credit, he's worked his butt off to do that. Um, and then when he's gotten up here, the lights haven't been too big for him. He's maintained that approach that was bringing him success in Reno. And, you know, as kind of simple as it sounds, he's just taking what the game is presenting to him, right? He's kind of the one guy that when he's up at the plate, especially with runners in scoring position, uh, there's a collective confidence that Jake's going to make the right play to try to put the team in a situation where we're scoring runs. 
Um, and, you know, I, I think in a lot of ways he's he's been the poster child for that, you know, as good as anybody and maybe maybe the best in the team in a lot of ways. Mike, what is his demeanor like? What's his mentality like as a person? I definitely think there's football player in him, Wolf. You know, <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he. Uh, I, I want to say you got to fact check me on this one, but I'm pretty sure his <laughs> senior year in high school in Pennsylvania, the only guy to outrush him was Saquon Barkley. So I think he had six thousand career rushing yards and fifty some odd touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and that level of tenacity he he shows up with every day. Uh, on the baseball field, and even you know, even yesterday, doing things like making that play at the wall, you know, and a foul ball, and a in a four run game at the time, I think it was, and you know, just little stuff like that. Um, I, I personally, we appreciate how he tacks every day, and I think you definitely see some of that uh, football mentality coming out on the baseball field. Talking to D-backs assistant GM Mike Fitzgerald. Mike, I want to go back to Sunday for a minute because Zach Allen set the uh, the franchise's all time consecutive scoreless innings streak and you know that that record in itself is obviously very impressive but bigger picture just knowing you have a guy like Zach Gallon who is dialed in and, and you know he can be a staff ace for the foreseeable future and, and, and beyond what does that do for you guys when you head into the offseason just how you structure this team yeah I, we we're big believers that starting pitching is probably the biggest building block that you need to go out and build a successful team um, and so having the run that Zach was on um, obviously Merrill didn't have his best stuff last night and from a command standpoint, but even the run that he's been on this full season and even particularly in the second half, um, I, that's having those two guys going into next year, feeling like they're going to be able to eat up a good chunk of innings. And every fifth night when they're taking the ball, people are going to show up at the yard with a strong belief that we get a chance to go out and get a W that night. Um, that that's really valuable. Um, it's valuable when you're going through good runs and you know that they can help extend it, and it's valuable when you inevitably hit that four-game skid and the proverbial you know, stopper, you feel like you know, one of those guys can step in and do that as well. Um, so, yeah, that's been really encouraging. And then the example that they set, it's been spoken about a lot. I know Strami's talked about it. Tori's talked about it. The effort and focus and intensity that goes in for the four days between those guys starts, it's not accidental the performances that they're putting out there when they take the ball every fifth day. Um, And so having that be an example for the young guys to be able to see and, you know, not just chalk it up to, oh, wow, those guys are really talented, but, oh, wow, those guys have earned skill and performances through their preparation. It's just a a really good example for those young guys to see um, and start to dial up, see areas in which they can dial up their preparation, focus, and intensity. Mike Dalton Varsho has 24 home runs. Ron Wolfley reporting. Um, did you see this kind of pop in his bat? Did you guys know this? I think it's hard to always put a number on it, but yeah, we th- there was definitely explosive athleticism um, that like that people had seen for a while. Um, and I think the biggest, the home run thing is always kind of funny because it seems like the guys that hit the most of them are willing to acknowledge there's kind of a paradox there where, you know, if you're going up trying to hit home runs, you're probably going to not hit as many as you would yeah. as opposed to if you just kind of go up, put together a clean at bat, um, take what's being presented to you, and then, you know, if you find the barrel and, and you, you put it in the air, good things are going to work out for you. Um, so, yeah, I think obviously the athleticism and the explosiveness was always there. And I think now, Vars kind of figuring out 
his swing and, and the, the mental approach of things that he's always been really solid at, but kind of finding the balance of those two. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's translating into the 24 that he has. And, um, you know, I think the encouraging thing is he's going up there just trying to, you know, put, put a good swing on a pitch and work a good at bat. Mm. And those are kind of like beneficial byproducts um, as opposed to the, you know, let me go out and, and I'll be good with a one for five night as long as it's a homer. I think kind of the targeting the more complete hitter mentality is uh, is something that he's doing, and he's, and it's good to see him getting reward for that also with home runs. Talking to D-backs assistant GM Mike Fitzgerald. Mike, uh, as far as Corbin Carroll, 11 games now. I know it's a very small sample size. Has a couple home runs. Has the 841 OPS. That's a pretty good start. With only 21 games left in the season, it, it's possible we don't even get to see opposing pitching really get to readjust back to him. Or if we do, maybe he doesn't have time to adjust back to them. What, what, are, you, uh, what are you looking for from him in these final few weeks? Yeah, I just I think continued... <laughs> growth and not even so much in the performance aspect of it, um, but just kind of watching how he manages in that bat. I think it's encouraging when young guys try to play the counterpunch game and, and, and if they're going to face a starter three or four times a night, kind of showing an understanding of, oh, okay, this is how he was trying to attack me in that first at bat. Um, you know, do I want to react to that? Do I want to stay stubborn to my plan? How am I going to navigate that? Um, I think those types of things are encouraging to see. And I think Corbin's doing it along with a lot of the other young guys. Um, and then kind of just bigger picture, the off, figuring out what our offensive identity is, um, is potentially coming to light a little bit over these last few weeks where obviously it helps with the youth movement and we've got some good athleticism out there paired with good baseball skill. And so I just think the collective whole um, starting to – get comfortable with, all right, we're going to be a long lineup. We're going to be tough outs. When we get on the bases, we're going to put pressure on guys. We're going to be aggressive but not reckless. Um, I think he epitomizes a lot of those things and, and is, you know, fitting in well with the rest of the group that we have that's doing that as well. And, you know, it's even kind of funny. We were laughing about it a little bit the, in the Colorado series. You know, we, we get all the young guys stealing bags, and then we get Christian Walker stealing home, and Emmanuel <laughs> Rivera had to steal a second. So even, you know, some of the guys that don't fit that, you know, prototype in, in some ways, um, you know, that, that, that energy and that mentality and that attitude can become contagious. And, you know, we're just trying to take advantage of opportunities for us to, you know, push the ball forward. Mike, we always appreciate your insight Thank and how you, straightforward Mike. you are with us, man. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Take care. Okay, buddy. That's uh, Mike Fitzgerald, D-backs assistant GM, joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line.